Welcome to the Ocean Hills Podcast. Our hope is that today's message would help you connect more deeply with God and with others. If you would like more information on what is happening in the Ocean Hills community, check out our website at oceanhills.org or download the Ocean Hills app. If you are encouraged by our ministry and would like to partner with us financially, you can give through your mobile device by texting Ocean Hills to 77977. We hope you enjoy this message. Hey, welcome to Ocean Hills Church at Home. Thanks so much for inviting us into your homes. We're so glad to be together. And we are praying for each person, each one of you watching this today. We are praying for you that you'd be encouraged, that your faith would grow today, that you would take a step closer to God, that you would take a step closer into community. And uh, we wanna encourage you to stay engaged in this time. I know it's, it's easy to to just they're so we're so tired of watching the screen but we want you to engage into community so would you fill out our connection card would you go to our website our app um, right there on our online platform and fill out the connection card and let us know how we can connect with you more if you're feeling isolated or you're feeling disconnected jump in further so we're starting a new series today it's called get used to different a lot of you are getting used to different hairstyles right now because you can't cut your hair. Maybe you're getting used to different facial hair like me. But uh, we are excited about this new series and it's going gonna, it's gonna to rock you. It's going to encourage you to, to get, grow closer to Christ in this time. So stick in here. We've got a great service for you planned. There's a lot of talk that the church is closed. A lot of talk out there in the world and the church will never be closed because you are the church. We are the church together. So let's today, we're going to unite our hearts in worship and in prayer and in listening to God's word. Wherever we are, we're miles apart, but we can be together still in spirit. So let's worship and let's, let's praise God together today. Welcome Ocean Hills Church family. It is so good to gather today. And I'm especially overjoyed because I get to be here with my brothers that I've missed so much. We've all missed their faces and their presence and their leadership, and their voices and their musicianship. So we want to invite you to join us today in worship. Would you lift your voices, your heart, your spirit? Today is a good day to lift our worship and lift our praise. We want to lead you in a song that talks about worshiping in the presence of our enemies. And I don't know about for you, but I have been naming my enemy COVID-19 lately. It's wreaked all kinds of havoc in all of our lives. And yet the way through to joy and peace is to fix our eyes on Jesus. And so right here, right now, wherever you're at, right in the mess, right in the doubts, right in the fear, we're gonna raise our hallelujah together as one church from all over the city, all over this country, all over the world. I wanna invite you to do that with us right now. Here we go, let's declare this. Hallelujah In the presence of my enemy I'll raise a hallelujah Louder than the other 
me read our scripture for this for today. It comes from Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. It says, "Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God." When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Amen. We live in the same world, Matthew. Next. Besides, what else are you going to do with a mind like yours? Matthew. Matthew, son of Alpheus. Yes. Follow me. Me? <laughs> yes, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? You want me to join you? Keep moving, street preacher. Do you have any idea what this guy has done? Do you even know him? Yes. Listen, I said to... What are you doing? Where do you think you're going, guys? Let me go. Have you lost your mind? You have money. Quintus protects you. No Jew lives as good as you. You're gonna throw it all away. get it when I chose you either. But this is different. I'm not a tax collector. Get used to different. I'm glad we passed by your booth today, Matthew. Yes. Shall we? We have a celebration to prepare for. You will regret this, Matthew. What's the tablet for? Grabbed it without thinking. You can put it back. No, no, keep it. You may yet find use for it. Where are we going? A dinner party. I'm not welcome at dinner parties. Well, that's not going to be a problem tonight. You're the host. Get used to different. Get used to different. Did you hear that? Love that clip. Following Jesus is about getting used to living a different life. And we in this COVID-19, we could connect with that line. We are getting used to a different kind of life here. And not just here in Santa Barbara. We, we have people all over the country and world. We have a family in Nigeria. Toby is a Westmont student. His parents are missionaries in Nigeria and they're tuning in. They're getting used to different. 
All of us everywhere are getting used to a new kind of different, whether that be standing in lines, whether that be standing apart six feet social distancing, wearing masks, uh, eating at home every night. What is your different? We're all experiencing this kind of, this feels different. This is different. It's a new kind of normal. And here's what I want to just encourage you this morning. Rather than be thinking, you know, I want to return to old life. I, I want us to think about new normal in a different way. Here's what I wrote in my notes. Rather than be fixated on getting back to normal, I love this thought of, of leaning into a new normal, especially as it relates to our spiritual lives, our relational lives, especially as it relates to our walk with God. And this morning you heard the scripture read, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. You know, the background of this book, it's the Apostle Paul writing to a church, and they were struggling with some heresy. It's called Gnosticism and uh, some false teaching. And for the first two chapters in Colossians, what Paul's doing is he's focusing on Jesus as preeminent. He is Lord. He is the creator of the universe, and he's the savior of the world. And, and what happens in these first two chapters is he's building this case that Jesus is the Son of God. But then in chapter 3, there's this, there's this shift, and he moves from his concern about believing the right things to behaving in the right ways, where we're now living out our faith. Colossians chapter 3, get used to different. That's what this new series is all about. We're just going to go verse by verse through Colossians chapter 3 over the next several weeks. And what I'm excited about is you're going to discover with me of what does it look like to walk with Jesus, to look like Jesus. The author Dallas Willard, he had this bold statement. He said that Colossians chapter 3 is the curriculum for Christ-likeness. You want to know what it looks like, what it should look like, what we're supposed to look like as followers of Jesus, as Christians? Look at Colossians chapter 3. Soak, meditate, just land and plant yourself over the next several weeks in Colossians 3. Read it, reread it, and ask God to speak to you through it. And what you're going to discover, what I'm discovering, is what John Stott said, the scholar, the author. He said, there's one word that should describe every follower of Jesus. And you know what that word is? Different. Different. And different doesn't mean bad, negative. Different actually is a word of hope. Different means, wow, I'm going to think differently about myself about God, about you, about others, about people that are different. I'm going to think differently about my marriage. I'm going to think differently about money. I'm going to think differently about mayhem and chaos. Different is a word of hope for me. And it's a word that we're going to be just landing in over the next several weeks. So different. That means a different purpose, a different perspective, different priorities. Different is a shift, it's a pivot, and we're learning how to do that. We're learning how to shift and pivot here in COVID-19. 
And uh, if you look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, it says twice, set. The word set, set your hearts, set your minds. Set your hearts, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Set your hearts, set your minds. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. That word to set in the Greek, it means to seek after, to strive for, to be intent on. It's to think about. It's intentional. It's, 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 it's something that you, you do. Uh, it's a choice. It's not something that you just kind of, it just occurs, you drift into it. Nobody drifts into becoming like Jesus. And so Paul here Right out of the chute, Colossians chapter 3, he says, set your mind, because you're a follower of Jesus, you've been raised with Christ, your life has been changed, you've been saved, you've been forgiven, your life is now hidden in Christ, you are in Christ, that's a phrase in Colossians, repeated over and over again, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, because we are in Christ, now, here's the behavior, there's a shift, we are to set our minds set our hearts on things above. And, you know, all of us, when you think about thinking, we are a thinking people. We think all the time. Our thinking influences us. In fact, your thinking influences you more than you know, more than you think. Uh, it's never neutral. That's what Paul Tripp says. He says, your thinking and my thinking is never neutral. And according to Paul in, Roman, or in uh, Colossians 3, he says there's, there's two choices. We can think about earthly things, or we can think about things above. Earthly things, things above. And we get the choice. We get to choose. Are we going to set our mind on earthly things or on things above? I've been thinking about what's the difference this week. Earthly things. When I set my mind on earthly things, my focus becomes on what? Think about what you think about. What consumes your, your mind, your heart? It's, it's, I want to be thin. I want to be rich. I want to be comfortable. I want to be famous. I want to be creative. I want to be admired. That's earthly thinking. I'm not saying it's evil. I'm just saying it's earthly. There's a different way to think, a different way to live. Thinking about things above. That looks at life from God's perspective. That seeks after and strives for what God desires. And I just kind of thinking about the season that we're in, COVID-19. I wanted to get real specific this morning about this kind of earthly mindset. Three things that we set our minds on in an earthly way that becomes a deadly virus. You know. The, the real virus we need to be afraid of is that spiritual virus that separates us from God, that contaminates our soul, and that kills us spiritually and relationally. And so here are three earthly mindsets that I think are, are, are sabotaging you and me during this coronavirus. Comparing, criticizing, and conceding. Comparing, criticizing, and conceding. Comparing. This, you want to be miserable? Set your mind on comparing yourself, your life, your marriage, 
your kids, your house. Compare, compare, compare. That is a deadly earthly mindset. I was on a webinar this week with uh, Jim Burns and Doug Fields. It was like, I can't remember the title, but it was like coronavirus marriage crisis. And it was all on marriage. And here's one of the things Doug Fields said that I really appreciated. He said this, every marriage looks better from a distance. Every marriage looks better from a distance. And you know what I would add? Every mom looks better on Instagram. I've been thinking about, man, I, I get on Instagram and I'm going, wow, we have like wonder super moms out there. They're gardening with their kids. They're practicing yoga with their kids. They're making bread with their kids. They're doing board games with their kids. You know, the thing is, you see that and you're like, I'm watching TV and eating potato chips with my kids. We're not exercising. And you start comparing, you feel less than, you feel inadequate. Comparing will kill your soul. And I, I just want to say, in this culture, we succumb. We compare engagement rings. We compare apartments. We compare our weight. We compare everything. And that will kill you. It'll kill you relationally. It'll kill you spiritually. The second is criticizing. An earthly mindset that will make you miserable and others miserable is criticizing. What's that? That's getting all judgy towards others. Uh, I just, just stop and think about just in the last week or two weeks, how have you allowed a, a critical spirit to, to contaminate your soul where, where now you're, you're in this kind of, you know, crapping on others is what you're doing. You're looking for others and they're doing it the wrong way and you can't believe they're wearing a mask or you can't believe they're not wearing a mask or you see somebody and you don't feel like they're social distancing. Uh, and, and all of a sudden we are embracing this critical spirit. In fact, we've become, so many of us, self-appointed sin patrol during COVID-19. We're, we're better than. And so we start looking at others and looking down on others. That critical spirit is an earthly mindset. Self-righteousness, that's what Jesus spoke against. That's part of what made Jesus angry. I was on a social distancing bike ride with a couple of friends just a few weeks ago, and we were in the bike lane, and we were, I, I was behind my friend Kurt, uh, probably 10 to 15 feet, and, uh, uh, our other friend fell behind, was probably 50 to 100 yards behind us. And we're, we're, we're just, we're pedaling and, 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 and we're cruising. And a woman was jogging on the sidewalk and we were in the bike path. And as we were passing by and she was jogging this way, we were, we were biking this way, she stopped and she cussed us out. You effing this and that and doesn't social distancing matter to you or you whoa <laughs> time out what's going on people are getting testy we were social distancing we were far apart but this edginess this critical spirit that's creeping in folks let me if you're a follower of jesus that is not the way of jesus that is not the behavior that the Lord Jesus wants to build into your life. So, earthly mindset, 
Comparing, criticizing. The third is conceding. Conceding is, let's just get through this. Let's just get over with this kind of coronavirus. I can't wait to just get over it. Let's just, let's just kind of lick our wounds and get through this so we can get back to normal. Just trying to get through. That's an earthly mindset. That's an earthly mindset. That was, the, that was the mindset of the Israelites, man. They're wandering in the wilderness. They're just kind of trying to, to get through it, man. It took them 40 years to get through it, you know. It, 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 rather than, hey, what's God doing? What's God want to do in my life right now? They're, they're, it's just a, let's put my head down and get through it so I can get back to my, to my life. But Scripture tells us, set your minds not on earthly things. Don't just concede and get through it. But set your mind on things above. Seek God's perspective. Seek what does God want? What does God desire? What does God want to do in me and through me during this time? So the goal isn't just to get through this. Uh, so I want you to think for a moment. What does it mean to set my mind on things above? It means rather than comparing and letting the world tell me I'm not enough, which the world does every time I'm on Instagram, every time I'm watching, I'm not enough. Rather than let my mind go there, I choose to let God determine who I am. I let, I let God's word fill my mind and remind me that I'm his beloved child, that I'm forgiven, that I'm valuable, that I'm his treasured possession, that I'm a one-of-a-kind priceless original. That's what God's word tells me and reminds me of. Not, you're not enough. Not enough is earthly mindset. Valuable, treasured, important, your life matters. That's thinking from above. That's setting your mind. That's listening and letting God's voice be the loudest in your life. Setting your mind on things above is about training yourself to choose not to be judgy and critical. That's what it means to think above, to set your mind on things above. It's, it's, it, it's making a choice. It's saying, John, you're thinking something, but you don't have to say what you're thinking. I can make a choice to not say anything. You see, setting my mind on things above, there's a shift. There's a pivot. I don't have to be critical. Let me tell you a story. I was out in the yard getting ready to jump on a Zoom call, ready to push the video. And all of a sudden, our little dog, Munchie, starts yapping. Wah, 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 wah. I go, boom. I jump right into critical mode. It's my wife's fault. Why does she, why isn't the dog inside? She knows I have a meeting outside. The dog's bark. That's where my mind goes. But I paused. I'm learning. I'm growing. I want to, and I'm learning to, here's the phrase, self-regulate. Okay, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling annoyed by the dog right now. I want to yell at my wife and just, but I don't. I pick up my computer, I get up, I walk in the house, I find an empty room, I shut the door, and I get on my Zoom meeting, and I smile. <laughs> and you know what? I avoid an argument. I avoid the judgy. I thought it, but my spiritual life actually made a difference. My walk with Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit, gave me the power and the ability to pause to self-regulate, to choose to set my mind on love, to set my mind on 
uh, what's above, not on earthly things. And then let me just uh, wrap this up by saying the goal, when I set my mind on things above, I shift my, my mindset from just getting through this to saying, you know what? The goal is to ask God to show me something in this that's going to make me better at the end of it. The goal is not just to get through it, but to say, hey, I want to grow closer to Natalie when we get to the end of this. I want to, I want to have a closer connection with my daughter and Garrett, her husband, and, and my friends and family and teammates. Rather than I'm just going to get through it, God, I'm praying that God does something supernatural and significant in me and through me during this time. That's thinking and setting your mind on things above rather than earthly things, just getting through it. Dallas Willard says this, our first freedom is where we put our mind. Our first freedom is where we put our mind. Earl Nightingale said this, we become what we think about most of the time. We become what we think about. Question, what are you thinking about? Where are you setting your mind? How about today? How about today you make a choice, you make a decision. Boom, boom, boom. From this day forward, I'm going to set my mind on things above rather than on earthly things. And when I start thinking about earthly things, I'm going to self-regulate. I'm going to invite the Spirit of God to give me a attitude mind shift uh, change and begin to think about things above. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. And let me ask you this question. Is there a new normal in the future for you? I hope so. I'm praying for a new you, a new me, a new normal where Christ is not just the Savior, but Christ is Lord. He's master. He's in charge of my life and your life. A new normal where you hear God's voice and you respond to it. A new normal where love, not being right, is your highest aim. A new normal where you're surrendering to Jesus and letting him write a new story in your life. And let me just tell you, it's going to feel different. It's going to look different. It's going to be different. So get used to different. Get used to different. Let's take that Selah moment. Would you close your eyes? Just take a moment of silence and ask the Spirit of God to do the work of God right now in your heart. Ask the Lord, what is, what is it? What's your takeaway right now? What's your takeaway? How are you going to respond to what you've heard? And then we're going to move in to singing together and worshiping our good and gracious God.
Bow and reverence, so will 
need the hope of Jesus this morning, don't we? Let's, let's pray together. God, thank you. Thank you for what you did for us. God, we praise you. We worship you. God, would you bring the hope of your life in us today? God, bring different into us. Help us to set our minds and our hearts on you. God, thank you for this time where we've been able to just, uh, just focus on your love and on your grace and on your peace. In your name, amen. I hope John spoke to your heart today and God's word spoke to your heart today that maybe, maybe you are sitting there today and you are ready for different. Maybe you are overwhelmed with stress or anxiety or finances or the fear of the future and you are just ready for something different. God wants to change you from the inside. God wants to come in and encourage you and bring different to you and help you think differently and help you act differently. That's what we're talking about here. So if you are ready for different today, if you're ready for a different attitude, a different perspective, a different peace this morning, whenever you're watching this, would you just raise your hand right now to say, God, I am ready. I am ready for you to come and change me. Let us pray for you. Let us connect with you and walk with you and take a next step with you. That's why we're here. That's what we want to do. So uh, thank you. Thanks again for being a part of this, this time together. We encourage you so much to get connected into an online community. There are, there are next steps right on our website or on the online platform. We'd love to just make sure you know that, that you can jump into an online community this week and talk about these things and talk about how do I take my next step with Jesus. And if you were inspired by this broadcast today, we want to encourage you to give to help support this ministry, to keep going and to keep uh, thriving and uh, so you can text Ocean Hills to 77977 or give on our, our app there. 
that you're watching on. Thanks so much for being with us. We miss you and we can't wait to see you. God bless you. Good morning, Ocean Hills. I hope you're having a wonderful Sunday. God is good. Get used to different. I love that video clip that we just watched. Jesus' word to, to his disciples is, ah! <laughs> what happened? I don't know. There is, I just you got, were in it, and then I, I think you got distracted. You're like, we're in this. Uh, Before you re-enter your day, we hope that you will take just a few moments to pause and respond to what God has put on your heart through this message. Thank you again for listening to the Ocean Hills podcast. For access to more sermons, visit the Watch and Listen page on OceanHills.org or find them on the Ocean Hills app.